How in the Hell Did I Get Here is supported by The Coloring Book Coach. Check out the new podcast, How to Fall in Love with Yourself Toolkit, an intuitive guide for your month. Find it at thecoloringbookcoach.com. Whether it's visiting family or visiting a foreign country, it seems that myself and my sisters have a knack for finding ourselves in hilarious and often multiple how-in-the-hell-did-I-get-here moments. We have two stories today all about that. First, Jenny shares a hilarious story about a time when she was about 14 and away from home for a summer stay with our funny Aunt Katie, our Uncle Dick, and our cousins, Christy and Tracy. This is one time I'm glad you can only hear a podcast and not experience the other senses, like mm, smell, for instance. Then listen as I tell Aaron all about my adventures during a trip to Paris. This is Kim A. Floden, and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? As always, today's episode includes swear words. Stay with us. Before we head into the show, I'm asking you to help support us through coffee.com. We're an independent podcast, and frankly, we need your help. If you listen and enjoy the show, please think about buying us a cookie or maybe even signing up to treat us every month. Check out how you can do that at coffee.com forward slash how in the hell. That is spelled ko-fi.com forward slash how in the hell. Seriously? Every bit of help is super appreciated. And if you're unable to help us now financially, just be sure to tell all your friends about the show. Enjoy this short but side-splittingly funny story about a time when things got batty for Jenny during a summer visit with the relatives. Tracy and I were staying in, in her bedroom and Christy had the bedroom across the hall. So we we're getting ready for bed and we went to pull down the roller shade and a fucking bat flew out into the <laughs> living room. And they had that dog, that schnauzer, Misty. They yep. have Misty. So Misty immediately starts going crazy. So me and Tracy are going crazy screaming. The dog's going crazy. And this is all upstairs. Dick and, and Katie were downstairs still. Finally, Dick recognizes that we're screaming something evil is happening upstairs. So he comes up and we didn't, I didn't know this, but he's deathly afraid of bats. So he comes up trying to be a hero because, you know, all these young girls are being threatened by this rabid bat. So it flew out of Tracy's room and it flew into Christy's room and he went running in there to save us like to get it and he slipped on a pair of christy's underwear on the floor (laughs) and he fell down and he hurt himself his back was hurt he hurt his back really bad (laughs) oh no the chaos just went on the dog barking 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 the whole time just jumping all over jumping off the bed jumping off whatever he eventually we didn't know where the bat went so we're like okay the bat went to bed we're gonna all go to bed tracy and i were just cracking up because you know we're 14 or whatever and so we finally settled down. Misty's sleeping in the bed with us. And um, we, <laughs> we shut the lights off. And all of a sudden, what I hear is Katie go, oh, God, Jesus, dick. And then, you know, like, I'm... <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds just like her. 
And then a minute later, it's like, Jesus, dick. And so apparently he was so upset by facing off with a bat that he had intestinal upset. And so he was farting. <laughs> they were in bed downstairs and he had terrible gas. So every few minutes he would just hear, Jesus, dick. You know? <laughs> and so the next day, Dick hired a neighborhood kid, a friend, same age as Tracy and me. <laughs> was his name I still remember that because I eventually kissed him but <laughs> had to come over and get the bat which was again up in the roller shade thing but this time in Christy's room but yeah oh Jesus dick <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta tell you the whole house stunk oh god oh, that's yeah. too funny Paris is a gorgeous city, and true to form for me, I have lots of adventures there. Listen in as I tell them to my sister Erin, and manage to mangle the few French words I think I know. So I don't even know what year this was. It was a long time ago. So I was visiting my good friend Jim and his boyfriend, Martine, who was a famous opera singer from Switzerland, I believe, and oh, a cool. diva. Oh my God, <laughs> diva. I like I mean, diva. I loved Martine, he was hilarious, but he was a diva. I mean, I mean, I think that's in the job description. If you're an opera singer, you have to be a diva. So anyway, so we go to France and I book us into a hotel near the Bastille and we get there and we realize once we're there that we're in like the non-English speaking part of the city. Like no one speaks English there. It's very like French. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not in like a normal tourist hotel. I'm in like a hotel where like European other Europeans would come to. Okay. And so we're like, well, this is going to be fun for the whole week because I don't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh-huh. But it's going okay. And every morning... We go down to the, there's like a little cafe downstairs and they, and we get breakfast and we get like a chocolate croissant and like an espresso. And of course, like I can, you know, that comes across, but the, the woman that was taking care of us every day, she was like the sweetest lady. I mean, she just had the best energy. I just loved her. So, but mm-hmm. we couldn't speak to each other other than like cro- chocolate croissant. And I'm not and even sure if I, sign yeah. language. yeah, but we, yeah. it's, it managed to work. So the week went on and we did well, you know, everything that, again, when I travel, I always run into fantastic people and I make and new weird friends. things happen, like magical and, things. And magical things happen. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really run into like any of the, you know, stuck up French people that you all hear about. There was one, well, I didn't, I should say I didn't run into them, but my ex-husband, <laughs> he, he had a few little issues. There was like, I don't know, we were trying to order something in a restaurant and the guy like got pissed at us. The waiter got pissed at him for something like he just couldn't understand. They couldn't understand each other. But the French waiter was like having he was just like, fuck you, basically. Uh I can imagine. We went to Versailles and it was an ordeal. I mean, we like took a train and it was raining. We had to get like umbrellas and it was like a big thing. So anyway, so we go to Versailles. Then they did it where like you had to go to like the English speaking area to get your guide you know, to get an English speaking guide. So our guy looked like eraser head. Yeah. His hair was like shooting straight up off the top of his head. Like he got electrocuted and he was a very French man. 
So we start going through Versailles, and he obviously knew his shit because he's a Versailles tour guide. And he takes us into this room, and he says, this is the table that Benjamin Franklin sat at when he came to our government to get money, basically, to keep your government going. And her ex-husband number two goes, I didn't know that. <laughs> and the French guy goes, of course you didn't. You know, I can't do the French accent. But it was like no, that was ripping good. with disdain. It was like, right. you fucking redneck American idiot is basically right, what he was yes, saying. And, if, and of course you didn't. Liberty. Right. Yes. Funny. Okay. Yeah. So it was hilarious. So the rest of the trip, I, what I mostly remember about Paris and what I loved about Paris, okay, we were walking between like 10 and 15 miles a day. And oftentimes with a big hunk of chocolate or bread in one hand and like a wine bottle in the other. <laughs> oh my God, this sounds awesome. awesome. It was so awesome. I gained 10 pounds walking. You mean like literally a wine bottle <laughs> yes! in your hand? You can do that there. You can oh get like God, a bottle. Really? Yeah. This might yeah, you be my just favorite sit, place ever. You could just sit on a park bench and chug out of a wine bottle. At least you mm. could then. And, you know, and then they've got like, you know, you can just get crepe. It's the crepe on the street. You can just go uh -huh. up and get the fromage and fuck. That's cheese. That's as much as I know. Okay. Jambon. Jambon fromage. Ham and cheese. And crepe. Um, as in <laughs> it's so fun there. -E, like crepe? Crepe? Yeah. That is not how they pronounce it. It's crepe. I like crepe. crepe. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably not even close to how they pronounce it. But in my mind, that's how <laughs> they pronounce it. It was just a fabulous time. We were there in February. It was cold. It was rainy a lot in Paris at that time. They had, and they probably still do, bathrooms on the street. So you had to pay, you know, like, yeah, I don't know how much it I remember that. I actually went to France when I was 17 with the school trip. Yeah, and they were great because, I mean, they were everywhere. They were super clean because they were, like, self-cleaning. So I go in to use one, and, of course, I'm in the one where the fucking door sticks shut. I'm using one of the many self-cleaning bathrooms you can find in Paris right on the street when my worst nightmare happens. I'm trapped. The door will not open. Will I escape before things get worse? Find out after the break. Hey there, it's Kim. I'm just popping in to answer a quick question someone asked, which is what more they could do to help support the show beyond sharing, reviewing, and subscribing. Here's a quick list. One, buy us a cookie or two at coffee.com. That's coffee.com forward slash how in the hell. It's actually spelled ko-fi.com and then forward slash how in the hell. Two, we have fun merchandise. Shirts, mugs, bags, even socks. The link is at howinthehellpodcast.com. Three, are you a small business owner? You can advertise on the show. Email here at gmail.com or call 323-488-3303. I'm trapped in a self-cleaning bathroom in Paris. Back to our story. Yeah, and they were great because, I mean, they were everywhere. They were super clean because they were, like, self-cleaning. So I go in to use one, and, of course, I'm in the one where the fucking door sticks shut. And <laughs> oh, no. it counts down because it starts, like, cleaning. Did you, you know, have a crawl on the floor? No, Erin, no, it's not like that. It's a freestanding pod on the street. Oh and it's God. like you go in and, the, and you pay your money and the door goes whoop, and it shuts. And then it's supposed to like when you're done, you have a certain amount of time to get out of there because it's going to start to self-sanitize. Oh, God. Okay. You're right. 
So, uh, so I'm in there and I cannot get the fucking door to open. And I'm like, and the thing is starting to like, starting to make the noises. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> You're going to get sprayed with something. Yes. That's what I'm, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. And a tanning booth. Exactly. This is not going to be good. So at the last minute, I get the thing open and I jam out of there. And I don't think I have this picture anymore, but someone, I, it was Jim or somebody, took a picture of me coming out of there. And if you saw my face, I would like look so fucking panicked. I am like cranking that door open and like, oh, get me out of here. Why does the weirdest shit happen to you? Because it's my life. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be on the planet. I need to be entertained. I so, thought of you when I was at the, um, just real quick, okay, American Museum of Natural History. We spent seven hours there. On, I know. I'd love to uh, go there. Sunday. And we went to the, the Origin of Man exhibit. And the whole time that I was walking through there and seeing the evolution of, you know, apes to men to whatever, Every time I saw a monkey, all I could think about was the time that the one grabbed your head <laughs> and slammed you. it against the rail. Oh, God. Oh, it makes me yeah, laugh. Another I proud can't... moment of my life. No, Love that me. is what the monkey was saying. The monkey <laughs> yeah. was saying that, not you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, another funny thing in Paris. I don't know where everyone was, but I was like walking. I think I just went for a walk around the block to get something to eat. And I found a little sandwich shop and I went in there and they asked me, I knew they asked me like if I wanted mayo or something like that. But here's me. I'm looking at it and I'm like, what is the French word for no? Oh my God. I'm like, how can I tell them? <laughs> it's no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We. Oui. No. Yes. That's it. My mind went fucking blank and I'm like, what is it? What is the word? I know this word. You, you could have just went like So the end of our Paris trip. So like the last night Jim and, and uh, Martine had to go back to Germany and we were going to be there, stay like for a few more nights. So the last night before they left, we uh, went like clubbing and we were out to like four in the morning. So this, I'd been there now like, you know, four or five days. So I was thinking, okay, I can handle this. Jim's like, are you sure you can tell the taxi how to get you back to the hotel? I'm like, oh, no problem. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was a fucking problem. <laughs> I, had, I think I had to, fortunately, I had the address written down somewhere, like in French. <laughs> like uh, maybe I had their card or whatever. So I gave that to him. So we get back and it's four in the morning so we go to bed and so in the next morning there was like a certain window we, we could get our breakfast again I'm like oh no problem I'll just call down and ask them to bring it up I don't speak French <laughs> <laughs> Beau pantaloon, so, <laughs> so I called down because I like I know I have a connection with that woman who's been taking care of us every morning. She's a sweetheart. So I call down and I am like, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but I'm like, <laughs> by the end of the conversation, I'm pretty sure I'm not getting my breakfast brought up. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to get dressed, go down there and get it. Well, guess what? It was like, like we were in a walk-up hotel. I get halfway down the stairs and here she comes with the tray. And I'm like, oh, I love you. Yeah. She was nice. good. She and knew you were like the dumb American who, <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm just going to take a chance here and bring her some cheese. <laughs> exactly. Some okay, so the last day, our last breakfast there with that woman, 
I, you know, pantomimed we're leaving. And we gave, honest to God, we gave each other like the biggest hug. And I'm like, I loved that woman. I like fell in love with that one, that waitress. And they didn't have Google Translate then. Yeah. And I felt like she fell in love with me. So that was like, that's one of the beauties about travel. So that was my Paris adventure. Oh my God, I laugh so hard, I cry when I hear Jenny tell that story about the bat and our Aunt Katie and Uncle Dick. And I'll never forget the panic I felt about being trapped in that self-sanitizing Parisian toilet. Oh my God, I thought I was going to come out of there looking like a smurf. Wearing a cute hat, dyed blue with disinfectant, looking a little crazed, and yet still adorable. (laughs) Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, Oh, God, Jesus, Dick! How in the hell did I get here? Do you have a crazy how in the hell did I get here story? Call our storyline and share it with us. You might hear it on the show. The number is 323-488-3303. Thank you to Silent Partner for our theme song, Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. We found them on YouTube's Creator Library. Find links in our show notes. This week's show was written, produced, and hosted by myself, Kim A. Floden, with editing help from Carrie Floden.